Fridays at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show, everyone. Time to talk the tale of the tape. 49ers versus the Cleveland Browns. This is going to be a great defensive matchup. Two phenomenal defenses led by some big-time players. Fred Warner for the 49ers. Of course, Miles Garrett for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, But there's talent all over the place. There's talent in the secondary. There's talent at the linebacker core. We're going to get into all that, but we're really going to get into the numbers. How have these teams been playing so far, and where can we see these teams go from here? How do they match up? You know, strength on strength. What's the weaknesses of one team? Does it correlate with the strength of the other? That's why I love doing these tell the tapes. It gives you a really good idea of where both teams are sitting on the season. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. Cleveland's defense is absolutely fantastic. They have made some big-time plays. They have been very effective in limiting the success of the opposing team's offense. They fly around. They make plays. They don't allow you an inch. Uh, Whether you're trying to run the football or you're trying to pass the football on them, they have been highly efficient. You look at the other side of the ball, you've got Brock Purdy. You've got Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, and Kyle Juszczyk's been getting in the action as of late. So you've got these weapons on the offensive side of the ball to go against this outstanding Cleveland Browns defense. It's going to be phenomenal. This is going to be one of those matchups uh, that could go either way. And the 49ers have been averaging, uh, you know, well over 30 points. We'll get it all into what they are averaging and what Cleveland gives up. But stingy defenses on both sides, but a very effective offense for the 49ers coming into this football game. Both teams are very good. If you're watching for the first time, please like and subscribe to the channel. I really appreciate it. You're listening on an audio platform, 49ers Cutback on Believe. Please get a five-star rating. Of course, it's available on all audio platforms wherever you listen to your podcast. So thank you so much for that. But football is back, and Bet Online is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the up-to-the-minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with Bet Online's real-time updates on statistics, news, and odds. From week one all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl, Bet Online gives you the access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V in all caps, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Where we get started is just looking at the records. You have a 49ers team that's coming in undefeated 5-0, fresh off a huge victory, 42-10 over a talented Dallas Cowboys team, and what was thought to have been the number one defense in the entire NFL. They got absolutely exposed by Brock Purdy, Kyle Shanahan, and the plethora of weapons that the 49ers are able to use from play to play. Well, on the other side with the Cleveland Browns, their defense has been fantastic, which I alluded to earlier. They fly around, they make plays, they've got really good pass rushers, they've got great players on the back end in the secondary, 
Uh, but what they've had so far is a little bit of inconsistencies at the quarterback position. Of course, Deshaun Watson, we know how talented he is, uh, but they haven't been able to keep him upright. They lost Jack Conklin, their offensive tackle. They've had other injuries along the offensive line, and he's been sacked 12 times this season. That has been a problem. Then you throw in the injury to Nick Chubb, and it definitely changed the running game. Of course, they have talented running backs. They're going to be rolling with Jerome Ford, and they just brought Kareem Hunt back, and everyone knows Kareem Hunt's got the ability to take over games. He's got the ability to be a 100-yard rusher, but they're going against a 49ers defense that hasn't allowed a 100-yard rusher in 32 weeks, uh, 32 games. The 49ers have not allowed a 100-yard rusher. That's pretty impressive, so a very good commitment to stopping the run and you're going to need it to be able to stop this Cleveland Browns team we don't even know if Deshaun Watson is going to play in this game uh as of recording you know on Tuesday the conversation is it could be PJ Walker of course they did start uh DTR Dorian Thompson Robinson he struggled he barely completed over 50 percent throw three interceptions on the game so now it would be PJ Walker he hasn't played a single game this season of course, he used to play for the Carolina Panthers, Panthers and got some playing time there. Uh, but he's a effective runner. He's got a talented arm, but has not had any real success in the NFL or uh, the AAF, where he kind of got noticed and then eventually signed in the NFL. And he's been making his way around as back-end roster or practice squad type player. So we'll see. A bruised rotator cuff for Deshaun Watson. Will he play? Uh, it, it's unsure right now. Well, I guess we'll find out as this week progresses. If you're a 49ers player, you just act like you're going to be going against Deshaun Watson because you have to prepare for the caliber of player that Deshaun Watson is. And if he ends up not playing, you don't let down. You go out there and you play against P.J. Walker like he's Deshaun Watson because he is athletic. He does have a strong arm. They will be willing to move the pocket with Stefanski. They will want to run the ball with Ford and with Hunt, and they'll want to limit the amount of opportunities the 49ers offense has. So that's what it's going to be about, possession, taking care of the football. Uh, so it, it's going to be interesting. But Deshaun Watson is a big reason why um, this game is a little more up in the air for the Cleveland Browns than for the 49ers who are coming in almost entirely healthy. The one question mark, of course, Aaron Banks. Aaron Banks dealing with a strained shoulder as day-to-day. -day. We'll see if he's able to play. If not, it will be uh, John Feliciano at left guard for the 49ers. So other than that, pretty darn healthy. Now let's talk points per game. The San Francisco 49ers offense, points per game are going up as the season progresses. They score 30 in the first three weeks, exactly 30. Uh, then the, in week four, they go for 35 against the Arizona Cardinals. And then against Dallas, who's allowing 10 points a game, they go off for 42, and they completely shut it down. Entire fourth quarter, backups. They could have easily went for plus 50. They could have went Miami-style right and tried to score 70. They did not. But 33.4 points is impressive. The Cleveland Browns are scoring at 19. Of course, they've had good outputs, uh, lots of points, and then they've had other games where they're held to three like they were uh, when they had DTR as the quarterback. The offense never got going. They were held to... You know, little to no success on offense. And of course, when you're missing a guy like Chubb as well, that's a big part of what you do successfully on offense. When you're talking yards per game, uh, four yards get 402 yards per game. Very successful through the air and on the ground. For the Cleveland Browns, it's 316. 
most of their damage is done in the run game, which we're going to get into here. Uh, and a lot of that with Nick Chubb when he was playing. Uh, but they also use the quarterbacks in their run game, and they can be successful as well. They're not afraid to send Deshaun Watson on a run. That's, in fact, how he got hurt, uh, injured his shoulder with that bruise. They thought he'd be back. We'll see if he ends up being back. So 40 yards, 156 yards per game on the ground. Browns, no slouch, 143 yards per game on the ground. And I expect nothing different from a Kevin Stefanski offense, really predicated on run game, play action, moving the pocket, very West Coast-esh uh, style of offense coming from Stefanski. Of course, the 49 yards, very familiar with what he did when he was with the Minnesota Vikings. So this is not a surprise what they do. They have talented guys still, so they can still operate the run game. But question marks along the offensive line. What's going on with their center, Ethan Postich? Is he going to be able to play in this game? The big question mark, uh, Joel Batonio as well, questionable for this game. We already talked about Conklin being out. Uh, so they have some some this, some things that are going on with their offensive line. Of course, DeWan Jones has played well at right tackle, and they have Jedrick Wills at left tackle. So still talented players along that offensive line, but that's why they've been getting to Deshaun Watson. There's been injuries to key cogs, for the 49 or for the Cleveland Browns offensive line, that could present some real problems, especially if Ethan Postage isn't available to play in this game and you have to roll with Nick Harris. That that might be problems for them. Javon Hargrave, Eric Armstead could have some real effectiveness, and that could also limit the effectiveness of the Cleveland Browns run game. And if you can't get a run game going against the 49ers, you probably have no chance of winning. They are spectacular on defense now talking about the passing game Brock Purdy and the 49ers offense has been way more dynamic and way more efficient than the Cleveland Browns offense in the passing game of course Cleveland they have some talented players they have a, you know Deshaun Watson let alone at quarterback but then you're talking about Amari Cooper and I'm a huge fan of Amari Cooper I think he has been a missing piece for the Dallas Cowboys have never been as dynamic as they were with Cooper. He's a legit number one wide receiver in this league. Uh, so the 49ers are going to have to pay very good attention to Amari Cooper. Uh, then they have Elijah Moore and Donovan Peoples-Jones. And Peoples-Jones, another big physical wide receiver, liked him coming out of Michigan. He's got a lot of a lot of talent. He can go up and catch contested passes. So those two guys uh, are definitely ones you want to stay focused on. Make sure you're paying attention to where they are. And it could be some interesting matchups for uh, Diameter Lenore as far as height against Peoples-Jones. Uh, but Amari Cooper's a real technician. So we'll see how the 49ers play them. But I think I think they can handle it. I think the 49ers quarterbacks will do a pretty good job against them. Uh, question marks a little bit. You do have the speed of Marquise, uh, Marquise Goodwin. And they have used Marquise Goodwin and Elijah Moore in a lot of uh, jet sweeps and a lot of reverses and things in the backfield. Those two guys have that gadget ability and technique. So they will help in the passing game, but also in the run game as well. And then, of course, tight end David Njoku, uh, who the 49ers will task, Fred Warner, Talano Hufanga. But it seems like talented tight ends have been coming the 49ers' way for a while, and they've been handling them at a very high level uh, with how the defense plays. But two talented offenses, 49ers all built on precision passing, getting the ball out. Brock Purdy is playing at such a high level right now. Four touchdowns last week. 253 yards, but his completion percentage is through the roof. As you can see right here, it has been just phenomenal what he's been able to do. And I went ahead and I put up Deshaun Watson as well 
because I just don't know. PJ Walker doesn't have any stats. Uh, DTR stats are not very good. 52% completion percentage, uh, three interceptions, no touchdowns. But let's go with Deshaun Watson. If he plays in the game, then, you know, hey, full, all hands on deck for the for the Cleveland Browns. But uh, when you look at it, completion percentage, Brock Purdy, 72.1% to Deshaun Watson, 63.7%. He hasn't been as accurate. He's been running for his life a lot of times, having to make up for that offensive line struggling. But he does hold on to the football a lot and present opportunities for the opposing defensive line to get home. And there's a lot of blitzing coming his way, a lot. Teams have been highly aggressive. I watched a couple of games, all 22 of them against Deshaun Watson, and that has been an aggressive style that has worked so far. We'll see if Steve Wilkes wants to employ uh, blitzing or if he wants to be more tactical. I think he's been very good at how he's done it, and he's made the proper calls at the proper times. As far as yards go, yards go, of course, Deshaun Watson has played in two less games than Brock Purdy, so remember that when you're going to these stats, they had the one he missed, uh, and then the bye week. But Brock Purdy thrown for 1,271 yards to Deshaun Watson's 678. Touchdowns, Brock Purdy to nine to Deshaun Watson's four. Interceptions, uh, Deshaun Watson has thrown two interceptions. Brock Purdy, clean sheet, no interceptions. As far as sacks, two more games played for Brock Purdy. We just brought that up, right? Remembering that he's been sacked eight times. Three were in the first week. So since then, it's it's been a lot better. But Deshaun Watson's been sacked 12 times. Like I was talking about, the, the inconsistencies with the offensive line, the blitzing, and Deshaun Watson holding on to the football have made it so he's been sacked 12 times. You're a 49ers defensive lineman. You have to be absolutely licking your chops. And if Ethan Postich doesn't play in this game or Joel Batonio, it could come down to... Uh, all hell breaking loose and the quarterback having to get rid of the football as soon as possible. Then the quarterback rating, Brock Purdy's got his quarterback rating all the way to a 123.1. Deshaun Watson at 87.8. But Brock Purdy has been playing absolutely fantastic. Of course, you watch the Ant Hill show. It's available over on Patreon. Uh, we went through Brock Purdy and which quarterbacks in this league can even touch him as far as play right now. We both had Brock Purdy in the top three. I have Brock Purdy in the top two quarterbacks as far as play right now this season. He's been very effective and efficient. And if you're a Cleveland Browns fan and you're watching this, I'm telling you, Brock Purdy has been really good. Now, you have a great defense, so this is going to be a fun matchup. Uh, but yeah, Purdy's playing at the highest of levels right now. Let's talk about something that's always important to me, and that's third down conversion rate. Uh, the 49ers are getting third down conversions at a 48% clip, uh, which is very impressive. Anything close to 50% is fantastic. And that 48% could have easily been over 50% right now, but the 49ers rolled with their second team unit in the fourth quarter, not to mention they ran the football every single time, which definitely limited their ability to get first downs. Uh, Dallas knew they were going to run the ball, so they just sat back and waited for it. So that's something to remember with their 48%. It could easily be over 50%. In fact, I believe the first team offense is over 50%. It's a struggle for the Browns. The Browns struggle to get first downs. Uh, third down efficiency rate is at 32%. That's not very effective. They're going to be going against a defense that's pretty good at it. And if you can't extend drives and you can't move the sticks against this 49ers defense, it's going to be a long day for you. 
The 49ers were able to force third and out, uh, three and outs on four straight drives against the Dallas Cowboys. That is a Dallas Cowboys team whose efficiency rate on third down was 51%, but they just couldn't get first downs early in that game. 49ers dominated because of it. And so that's it. You go off the field, you give the 49ers offense more opportunities, a shorter field, and they're going to put up points for you. That's a recipe for success. So the Browns' ability to get first downs is going to be imperative for them to be able to stay in this game and also make sure the defense of the 49ers gets a little work. You got to wear them down or they're going to be fresh in the fourth quarter, and that's never a good sign. Games the 49ers have dominated is the games Nick Bosa's played just over 30 snaps. Uh, it, it's impressive. His big output was against the Rams where he played over 60. Other than that, it's been pretty close to uh, 40 or under. But let's talk about third down conversions allowed because these are one of the two best in the entire league at getting off the field on third down. The Browns are the best, the absolute best. And we were talking about Cowboys were really good. They gave up 30% last, you know, uh, before last week on third downs. Well, the Browns, 22%. Ridiculous how good the Cleveland Browns are getting off the field on third down. That pass rush that they have, really, really effective with Miles Garrett, of course. And Garrett is uh, questionable. He's been dealing with a foot injury. I expect him to play. But they also made the move in the offseason for Zadarius Smith. Uh, they made a move to get Ogbo Okoronkwo. Uh, he's going to be playing as well. So you have those guys. And then on the inside, Dalvin Tomlinson. You have the former 49er Maurice Hurst. They've got talented players all along that defensive line. And then they've got linebackers that fly around. Uh, so like Jeremiah Wosu Karamoa. So a very talented group on the second level as well. But the 49ers are going to have to make sure they convert on third down. Now, of course, if you can just do what you did uh, the last couple weeks, and that's not just stay on schedule, but stay ahead of schedule. They only faced five third downs in the entire game against the Arizona Cardinals. I don't know if that's going to happen against the Browns. The Browns defense way more stingy than that and way more talented than the Arizona Cardinals defense. But yeah, they're really, really good. And, and we're going to flip it over to the defensive side now. So let's talk points per game. San Francisco 49ers allow 13.6 points per game. The Cleveland Browns, a clean 15. Uh, so both of these defenses, highly stingy. We talked about it with third down conversion rate. Now with points, uh, the 49ers have the best average of you know points uh, per game, allowing only 13.6. They are the best defense right now in points scored. Last year, they were as well. And so you see where Cleveland's at. The 49ers are at. These are two great defenses with very talented players all throughout them. Defensive yards per game allowed. The Browns are giving up under 200 yards total uh, per game. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. When you look at their defensive stats, you start to question, how are they 2-2? Two and two? How are they not winning more football games than they are? It's, it's one of the most amazing things to see because I really didn't expect to see the numbers that I saw. I knew their defense was playing really well. I knew the total yards were way down. But the numbers are really spectacular. And I think that the Cleveland Browns have a very good defense, very talented. The 49ers give up just over 260 yards, and that is really good. Last year, they gave up close to 300 on the season. 
per game. And I know numbers go up and down, but their defense is playing at a high rate. And even then, the Cleveland Browns are, have been more effective on the defensive side of the ball. It's tremendous. Just absolutely tremendous. Now let's talk about pass yards per game. So now we're talking secondary. These two are good. You give up only 202 yards uh, through the air like the 49ers, and you know you got a really good secondary. And every single one of their starting secondary players, including their nickel corner, Isaiah Oliver, with an interception, Hufanga has two. Then you look over at the Browns, and the Browns secondary has been playing absolutely lights out. Denzel Ward is really good. And then Greg Newsom, uh, I liked him coming out of college a few years back. He has been really good as well. Very talented on the outside of the corner position. And then their safeties have been playing well as as good as well. Uh, Grant Delpit and Juan Thornhill have been playing good. Good back end play uh, coupled with the way that they've been covering underneath. They have been doing it. And part of the reason they do it, they're very successful getting after the quarterback, putting pressure, and then limiting mistakes on the back end, making sure they rally and make tackles. They're highly aggressive. Uh, really good. Just really good defense. For stopping the run, don't get better than this. 49ers, 64 yards per game that they give up on the ground. That's second best in the NFL, only to the Philadelphia Eagles, who last year the 49ers and Eagles were 1-2 as well. But the Browns only give up 71 yards. So you saw the 49ers get about 156 yards per game on the ground. Browns only give up 71. Browns get about 143 yards per game. 49ers only give up 64. This is where the rubber meets the road, right? This is the... Uh, irresistible force meets the immovable object. Who's going to give? And so far, the 49ers have not been stopped, but they have been doing a lot of stopping. The Los Angeles Rams had the most effectiveness on the ground this season against the 49ers with 89 yards. Other than that, no team has really been able to be effective in the run game. And stopping the run has been the 49ers' number one goal. Tony Pollard last week couldn't even get 30 yards on the ground. James Conner, who blew up against the Cowboys for close to 100 yards in their big game, only had 52 yards against the 49ers. They have been highly effective, but the Browns are too. And the Browns are going to be coming in looking to stop Christian McCaffrey. And McCaffrey's a do-it-all guy that they can find some fun matchups for. Uh, so I'm really curious to see who can get the stops and who can't. Uh, in this matchup because if the 49ers aren't able to establish a run game against this Cleveland Browns front seven, then the the Cleveland Browns are going to have an opportunity to win. Yes, the 49ers can throw, uh, but you're talking about a defense that gives up 125 yards through the air. I mean, come on. 49ers get about 200, you know, and 50 yards in the air per game, but 125, you're going to, you average double what they give up. It's crazy. You're going against a really, really good defense. And right now, the 49ers have been hitting on all cylinders. They average over 30 points a game. Every single game, they've scored 30 points. Only the, the what, the fifth time that's happened in history that a team has come out in the first five games and scored over 30 points per game. It's phenomenal. And now they get a test. They get a big test. And how, how do you score 30 points against this defense? Well, I'll tell you. You have to get short fields. And one way to get a short field against the Cleveland Browns is turnovers. And the Cleveland Browns turn over the football at a very high rate. Ten turnovers. Five fumbles, five interceptions. Now, 
Deshaun Watson only has two of those interceptions. He's done a pretty good job taking care of the football in the three games he's played. But then DTR had three himself. So it might be a little bit skewed because of the, the injury to Deshaun Watson and DTR's output in that matchup that he was in. But well, the 49ers have taken care of the football great. They've lost two fumbles. One, Brock Purdy, strip sack by TJ Watt. And the other one this week, Christian McCaffrey runs over the nickel corner uh, for, uh, for the team this week that they played. And it was not good. Uh, he dropped the ball. Dallas Cowboys are able to get it. Jordan Lewis, in fact, is the player. I don't know why I blanked for a second, but Jordan Lewis was the nickel corner. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, he gets trucked. And then the he, the ball comes out. You know, I mean, it's one of those things where if a, a knee is to the left or right, then McCaffrey's fine. But uh, it ends up being a turnover. So 49ers, two turnovers, rounds 10. So uh, that's that's crazy. That's the big stat. That's how you get short fields and are able to convert on touchdowns. And then when you look at the takeaways, the 49ers have forced nine takeaways this year. They had five going into the Dallas Cowboys game. Then they got four turnovers in that game. You had the fumble that was punched out by Fred. Then you had three interceptions. Tashawn Gibson playing the deep third comes away with an interception. You had the interception uh, by Fred Warner where Diamond Lenore knocked the ball in the air and he comes up with it. And then an interception by linebacker Oren Burks breaking on a slant pass. So very effective in creating turnovers for the San Francisco 49ers. So I've been very impressed with their defense creating turnovers, and that's a big reason why. And you talk about a defense as good as the Cleveland Browns. I was kind of expecting to see more turnovers. You limit yards on both passing and running the football, but don't really create a lot of turnovers. Kind of interesting. It really is. So I, I think that the, you know, this is going to be a big part of this game. I always talk about conversion rates on third down are important. Cleveland Brown, one of the best on defense. Fortnite's one of the best on offense. Something's going to have to happen there. And then the other way, Fortnite's defense, middle of the road on third down as far as, you know, stopping people at 40%. But Cleveland, one of the worst bottom part of the league as far as converting at 32%. But then it's also turnovers. And you see here, Fortnite's do a very good job of taking away the football and not turning it over which means you get a turnover differential like this. I mean, think about that. 49ers are plus seven in turnovers. Cleveland Browns are minus seven. A 14 difference between it. That's insane. And it's as simple as this. If the Cleveland Browns turn over the football in this game and the 49ers do not like they've been trending the, other, the rest of the weeks, the 49ers are going to win. Because that is just too much to turn over the football. That's too many mistakes. I was watching the film... Deshaun Watson getting sacked, and he just throws the ball backwards. I mean, just a full-out spiral over the top of the running back's head backwards. It's like crazy mistakes like that they can't allow to happen. So it's an interesting matchup between these two teams because you look at the dynamic defenses on both sides, and all you need if you're the Cleveland Browns is an efficient offense to be able to stay in these games, but they haven't been efficient, haven't been able to convert on third down. They haven't been able to... Uh, consistently convert through the air, throwing the football. And now with Nick Chubb, what's their running game going to look like? Is it going to be as active, as effective as it was early on in the season? I think those are big question marks in this game. And it's not for lack of talent. You don't walk in there and say, oh man, and you look at Cleveland and say, hey, they don't have the guys. They have the dudes. I mean, they have dudes. Uh, I, I like a lot of their players. Denzel Ward is fantastic. 
Darius Smith, I've always been a fan of. Miles Garrett, Dalvin Tomlinson, fantastic. Like, these are good players. Now, they have suffered some injuries on offense. We talked about Conklin earlier. But even then, you've got dudes. Uh, Amari Cooper, David Njoku. Uh, those dudes are are badass, you know. And uh, they've got a good running back room. Jerome Ford, Kareem Hunt, Pierre Strong, who they traded uh, for from New England before the season started. Talented players. But Deshaun Watson hasn't been as effective as they want him to be. He's dealing with a rotator, rotator cuff contusion, whatever that means. Could be a, I just saw the 49ers play the Dallas Cowboys contusion. We'll see about that. But to me, this is a, it's an interesting matchup. You can't take the Cleveland Browns lightly. That defense is no joke. It's going to be a tough matchup. But if the 49ers roll in there and, and put 30 spot on Cleveland, um, I got to think this is the number one offense in the entire league. And I know Miami's been doing their thing. But if that this defense is no joke. They're the real deal. You roll in there and you score 30-plus points against this defense, and you're legit. And as far as the 49ers, I think they want to, you know, the defense likes to accept challenges. You know, and they were challenged by Steve Wilkes. They were challenged by Kyle Shanahan about, hey, proving that they were better than the Dallas Cowboys. Well, here's another challenge for you. The Cleveland Browns are really good. Go out there and prove that you're a better defense than them. Go out there and win the, win this game on the road before you go back onto primetime Monday Night Football against the Minnesota Vikings. So, uh, tell the tape, you know, fantastic to talk about these these teams and their abilities. Uh, both teams are very, very good. Um, so, of course, if you're new here, like and subscribe to the channel. Check out the A Hill Show. It's available on Patreon. The entire episode is available over there. It's a great conversation. Lots of people have been enjoying the Ant Hill Show. Available on Patreon. Of course, all the film breakdowns, all 22. You can watch every single play from the 49ers this season. Broken down by me. I'm a former coach. So I get ins and outs of X's and O's. Tell you what formationally, formationally you're looking at. Motion shifts. The advantages they give you. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so go over there and check that out. All you have to do is go in the link and, and hit over. And you can go to Patreon and sign up. 49ers Cutback on Patreon. But there's other shows there as well. Later this week, uh, the Ant and Classic show will be having episode two. Lots of people really enjoyed episode one. So that's cool. And then, of course, the Red and Bold show will be available Wednesday, 2 p.m. Um, Pacific time over on the PSF app. So go download the app, join the 40 Yards chat room, and join me and Mark Adams as we do the Red and Bold show. We'll be talking Cowboys for the first part of the show, and then we're going to be talking Cleveland Browns. We get really in-depth on the matchups and what the 49ers need to do uh, to win. It's a lot of fun, and I hope you guys will all come through and, and join me for that. Of course, more content coming this week, including key matchups the 49ers need to win, uh, the game preview show, and also the Madden Sim. Madden Sim has been undefeated this year. It even predicted a blowout win against Dallas. It predicted red zone problems for the 49ers against the New York Giants. It has been very accurate this year. I don't know how. I sim it one time and just let it let it you know happen however it happens, and it's worked out that way. It's a lot of fun commentary by me and Classic as well. Well, thank you guys all for coming through. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode, and I'll catch you guys on the next one. Until then, stay safe, and remember the right way is always the 49ers way.